Amy just asked, when can we get cataract surgery? <laughs> As I'm trying to get the live stream going. I don't want to have to get used to wearing glasses. What's cataract surgery got to do with... You'd have to get like LASIK surgery. Like okay, that's laser. what I meant, LASIK. But cataract surgery. Well, cataract's like, uh, anyway. That's like when they're Good just morning. foggy. Happy Friday, we're here. We are, and let me see, let me go over here. Well, it's Friday Listener Questions Day, Woohoo! On today's show, we've got defensiveness, staying married to a-holes who will never change, and someone still completely stuck on the importance of facts. Mm. Consider it managed, my friends. Welcome to Smalley Marriage Radio. I am Michael Smalley. And I'm Amy Smalley. And together we do Smalley Marriage Radio. That's right. We that do I just said. The fastest growing podcast with the Fastest name. growing marriage podcast in the world with the name Smalley in the title. That's right. That is factually true. <laughs> Nobody beats us. So No other Smalleys, at least. Yeah. <laughs> Greg and Aaron don't have Doesn't have a podcast. <laughs> Consider it mic drop. <laughs> So, okay, we are, obviously, we're traveling, we're in Richmond, Virginia, we're in another Marriott Courtyard, and I think I need to start getting money from them. <laughs> you need to start plugging Marriott. Well, so, I will say some nondescript motel. <laughs> it's not a motel. No. It's a hotel. It's very nice. Hey, it's a motel coffee. until they start paying us. No, no. Yes. So, we are excited to be able to do yes. our live event tonight. We have comedy tonight, and a dinner. Yes. And then... Super awesome teaching tomorrow. Yeah. But right now, we're taking your questions. So this is the day after Valentine's Day. I'm just curious, especially for those watching us on Facebook Live. I, I do feel like I need to just go ahead and, I never got go asked, ahead and clarify. And get, because we're talking about Valentine's Day. I was afraid you were going to get oh. a little, you know, be asked. You actually did really good the rest of the day. He went out and he got you me a car. You that video thing I worked like an hour and a half on wasn't good? The video was good. That was a B. Yes. But you pulled it up to like B plus A B plus. with with the card. And right. he went to one of my favorite, um, the Toffee Cellar, which is by our house, and got me toffee. Yes. So got me a Cranberry candy. toffee and dark yes. chocolate toffee. Yes. And we went to see a movie, so it was really yeah. fun. Even before we, we got We went and saw Alita Battle Angel. And I would recommend it. It was wicked awesome. I loved it. It, it was good. Even your mom liked it. I know. Did you know that? Yeah, yeah. She doesn't yeah. usually like like. It's like an adventure movie. Kind of stuff. Yeah, it was very good. So, okay. Good morality. I'd be curious on if any of our Facebook livers had anything fun. Yeah. I see that Mario D'Ortenzio is now watching. And I'm sure Mario, know. being the consummate romantic... Did something amazing for Carrie, his amazing wife, who, by the way, went to Baylor University with us. That's right. So she commented, I actually put, did you see, do you ever look at anything we do socially? Yeah, I do. Oh, what picture did I post yesterday with the show? Our picture of us cheerleading. Oh. Mm. Wow. Booyah. Yeah. Kind of, kind of called me on that one. So, yeah, I know, I posted that. So Carrie was like, I was in the stands. Woohoo. I know. Very cool. Cool. So I don't know if anyone else did anything cool, but no one seems to want to share <laughs> on Facebook Live, so I'm going to move on. Hey, everybody, don't forget, go to smalleyinstitute.com. I don't know.
So, anywho, go to smalleyinstitute.com. Check out Pursue Oneness. It's $15, and uh, really cool things are already happening. People are posting comments and uh, interacting with each other, doing what we kind of hoped that they would do. So you can get encouraged. It has all the best stuff. So our seven strategies that we teach at our intensive program, you do not want to miss that. And you're only going to find it at smalleyinstitute.com. Yeah, very nice. So, okay, you got to keep scrolling those notes over there. <laughs> I can't do all the scrolling and button pushing. He can't do it all. I mean, you do a lot. I, I do a lot. can't do it all. <laughs> Leave a review, subscribe. You can give us a call. 903-392-0975. That number is also in the notes. That is where you can leave us a question 24 hours a day. That's right. So we actually have Bring three it. really, really good questions this morning that were taken from the interweb. <laughs> the interweb. Yes. So this yes. first one is a question that I don't think I've ever seen before. Oh, really? And I thought it was a really good one. No, yeah, it is good. So it's a good one. can asking back-to-back questions cause defensiveness in a seemingly innocent conversation. So if you're trying to have a conversation and you don't even realize it's a hot button and and suddenly maybe you've done back-to-back questions, can that cause defensiveness? I think so. Yeah, it can. And a lot of it has to do with your filter and where your the temperature of your relationship is at that time. If there's a lot of negative beliefs that are going on, defensiveness can happen with... How was your day? I mean, oh, you know, totally. it can happen. Oh, like you'd want to know. <laughs> so, I mean, defensiveness can happen. Who are you with? <laughs> what are you hiding? Sorry. Defensiveness can happen no matter what questions you ask. Whether it's 1, 2, 22, it doesn't matter. Because so, anything, in essence, can turn someone defensive. Right. Because, in a way, you're talking about feelings. Defensiveness is something's going on. Yeah, a and button so is being pushed. A button's getting pushed, or there's something going on with that person. They could be just tired, or they could have felt um, maybe there's a pattern of them feeling lectured or something like that. So multiple questions makes them feel like they're being talked down to, or that they're being um, you know they might patronized or something. Overwhelmed. Like that. They're, they could lead to feeling condemned. Right. Uh, criticized. So, and as always, the heart behind what you're doing does matter. And, and, and again, your heart could be totally in the right place. So it doesn't mean just right. because your intention is good, everything will go well. That's not actually going to happen, but it does matter. So you just have to take care of you. And I would say if your spouse often breaks down with back-to-back questions, I might start backing off of the back-to-back questions because right. clearly it doesn't work. <laughs> For your spouse. Well, because they might just need, you know, one question at a time one, and to be able to think through things because sometimes, you know, I will just say, I don't know about you, but this seems like this is a female asking this question. I think so. Okay. It just, it just seems for like some that. reason, I just thought it was a female. Yeah. Um, and the reason why I, I say that is because we can, females have a lot more connection between the right and left side of our brain. And so we have like the super highway. And so the defensives could be, wait a minute, you didn't give me enough time to think through as the husband, think through and process what you just asked me. And now you're asking me something else. And so those, that Tumblr effect of, of doing that is extremely 
frustrate. It's it's hard. It's frustrating because with me, you ask me a question, I'm gonna you know, especially if it's a yes or no question, I'll go yes, no, and I know exactly you know how do you feel right now? Can tell you right. But if you ask, sometimes if you ask your spouse, what are you feeling right now? What are you thinking? They're like, uh, I don't know. And okay, so are you feeling this? You're like, uh, I don't know. Are you feeling this? I don't know. So now I'm asking multiple questions. You can only imagine I'm asking multiple questions and I still don't know the answer to the first one that you asked me. And I'm feeling yeah. more and more like, what am I? Am I an idiot? Are you asking me these questions? I don't know the answer. I don't know what I'm thinking. Well, and I don't you know might, what I'm feeling. You might want to check and make sure that you're not panicked as well. Yes. So that's never going to be received well. If you're nervous about something or panicked or you're freaking out and negative believing them to death and so you're going question after question, then yeah, definitely could get in trouble. So Mario, who was like one of my best friends in high school, is now officially dead to me. So just wanted to make sure everyone heard that because he actually asked a question over Facebook Live. Amy, question. Any advice for wives struggling with an ADHD husband? <laughs> Um, probably one question at a time, just to bring it back to bring it back to the original question. No, actually, let me uh, let me help out of that. Like uh, maybe one question a day. No, but I I do think that being able to be honoring with how you approach that, but truly one thing at a time, and really staying consistent with that, because I think it, just as we were also sort of processing through maybe my answer to this question as well, one of the reasons why someone might get defensive is a they might not know. Or B, they might know, but they don't necessarily think that their answer is going to be something that you want yeah. or that you can receive, or they don't want to take ownership. They, they're like, you're asking, where'd you go today? Did you go here? Did you go here? And That's they're going to be like, oh my gosh, you're just so controlling me, right? Because they don't really want to own up to where they were, <laughs> to be honest. And so sometimes, sometimes the de that defensiveness means that they're literally trying to protect themselves. Where were you this morning? Oh, I went to go get Starbucks. See, where I mean, was see, I? You didn't even wake up. On you went leaving. to Walmart, but you didn't even know. I, I thought you went to Walmart because you talked about it last night. So I, I thought you would see. I, I mean, like, I immediately have it. I like, I'm like Johnny on the spot. Sometimes people are not Johnny. So in ADD, in order to ask, to answer Mario's questions as well, be honoring, but also um, look into, I think for an ADD person, it would be really great if, if Don't I approached you in an honoring way, if you made it a priority to follow through oh you use the word and what i mean no, by that but is can I, I, because sometimes you can get distracted can and that can be easily <laughs> go ahead and we interrupt a lot that's a very frustrating thing for the spouse of an add person and by the way mario like be a learner we don't do adhd anymore <laughs> we just go add that covers everything all right, so get to know your own dysfunctions a little better, buddy. But I'm ADD, and, and that's what I would say. Usually the chief complaint of a spouse of an ADD person is they don't follow through very well. And again, it's not an intentional thing. It's not like we set out to go, how can I be a major disappointment to my spouse today? How can I like not finish the cleaning job or do this thing or do that thing? The Unfortunately, a big issue with the ADD stuff is we get distracted. So we're, we're doing it. And then the dog shows up or a squirrel walks by. Do squirrels walk or do they like crawl? I would say they scamper. Scamper. Yeah, oh, that's going to be scamper. my next 
my next choice. Mm-hmm. So that oftentimes, Mario, could be the biggest frustration. And, you know, at, at, like I, I wasn't medicated as a kid. I wasn't medicated in college. I wasn't even medicated through grad school. But eventually, uh, ADD can be linked to obesity because we can be very impulsive, and that was a part of the struggle for me. But as I got older... I eventually needed to see, I met with a Christian psychiatrist and I got on medicine and it really started to change things for the better for me, where I had focused. Now that was even an adjustment. The first round of the first time I ever got on meds, it was like, I can be responsible. I can think through, I can follow through. And I sort of got a little over-involved in all the details of life and that got a little stressful. So it was kind of like a, a new normal to figure out. But if you're the spouse of an ADD person, um, you probably need to, well, remember, there's good and frustration. There's yes. good and growth areas. We don't even want to say good and bad. There's no. good, and then there's things we can improve. And don't forget about the good. Because mm-hmm. you, you, there's a lot of good qualities about ADD people, and they tend to be highly successful people, and they're usually very handsome and good-looking, Mario, kind of <laughs> like yourself. But uh, if you're the spouse of one, it'll probably be important to have a good communication method to be able to discuss some good, of the issues and a good follow-through method. Yeah, like it, you well, know, to be able to communicate about how can I do better. Yeah, and about follow the prioritizing the follow-through is going to be important. There's part of it if you can if you can just show that you're trying, then there's a whole. It makes it so much easier to give you the benefit of the doubt when you say, "Oh my gosh, I forgot." If there's a genuine um, sense of I'm. I cannot believe I forgot that. That was really important to you, and I was going to do that, and I got distracted or whatever. How, what can I do right now? I will follow through. I will go get that milk, bread, whatever, because yeah. I, I got distracted. That would be the, the attitude of follow through and the, the intentionality of doing that and saying, okay, I'm going to put something on my phone. I'm going to put a sticky note. I'm going to do all these different things. Oh. And then actually doing it would be really important. And one of the greatest bits of advice I ever got for ADD. And what was the book that I read? I don't know, that but was it was so Ohio. Good. It's, yeah, it's Ohio. What? Sorry. No, oh, I'm saying like that a negative. was awesome. There was like That's a negative like sarcastic face. Only handle it once. Yep. If you're an ADD person, just stop putting things off. If yeah, you, you put can't. it off, it's gone. What? It's over. And which, by the way, is one of the boundaries as an ADD person I've had to help and remind you over and over again is, is that she can be interrupted and be just fine. I cannot be. So if I'm on, on a, task a task and she comes in and goes, hey, can you go help me do this? I'm like, and I'll never get back to the other thing. So I've had to learn even to go, hey, I would love to help. Yeah. I can't right now. I got to stay focused. And then yeah. uh, Dr. Bigler said, Smalley, it's called Do Not Disturb. Yes. Because that's another thing that gets me totally derailed. Yes. Is my text goes off. Yes. And then I'm gone. That's hey, right. Daniel East shared a little bit of Valentine magic. Yes. We went, so she's watching on Facebook Live. Yes. We went to a sketchy movie theater in Dallas <laughs> and had our rental car windows smashed. Oh. Happy Valentine's Day. Oh, I'm really sorry. Danielle, Danielle. what are you doing in a rental car First of all, if you in a sketchy, sketchy area? What are you doing? Come on. I'm just saying, no, but that's terrible. We need I'm you so to sorry. be we need you to be you're not maintaining your I'm job. not. I'm now the note deal is going off. Okay, sorry. All right. On to the next question. Sorry, now this question, because I'm a disturbed individual, made me laugh, but not laugh like at them, more laughing at understanding there is a lot of hurt and frustration. Yes. 
in this question, but uh, officially, this is a question we've never gotten. Not quite like this. And I have to edit. <laughs> Should someone stay in a marriage with an a-hole who is not going to change? That is oh, real. I'm okay. so sorry. That is a very pained person. Yes. Desperate. Desperate and Feeling pained. Hopeless. And, uh, yes. This is this is just, there's no hope. My spouse okay, is not even trying. This is what I would say. Okay. There are some very special people that can you can put in that category of a person's. Can I be an a-hole right now and grab my drink that's like behind no, the camera? No, can't. I'm dying. You can have some. I can't drink. No, yeah. Here, I'll I would get have it. a dumping. I'll get it in just a second. I'm doing it, and I so, won't do the crouch thing. Okay, so this is what I would say. Even a-holes need to be loved. They do. And there are special categories of them that they will be incapable of doing that. Many times we put people in that category because we're so frustrated and hurt, and they really, there's more to them than that part of them. Well, okay, if that anyone selfish, is behaving like an a-hole, they're hurt. They're yes. wounded, period, end of story. Yes. That just understanding and trying to empathize and, and trying to learn and understand where is this hurt coming from, that helps dealing with an a-hole and, in a big way. And I will say... I, I just want to keep what? saying a-hole. I know, Michael just keeps saying it. Okay, one of the things I was actually, um, you know, ta- you know, talking with this girl and she kind of has a has a husband that's kind of a little bit... An a-hole? Yeah, like that. And, um, and one of the things that we talked about was we talked about that he needs to be loved too, okay? And he's just going about it in a really bad way and sometimes sometimes what we do is we think that we are if someone is um if someone does if our children if our spouse if they do what we say and they hey you know what then we're gonna get love and that's how they're that's how they're receiving love because they don't know how to genuinely or they're not connecting genuinely they're not genuinely connecting in an authentic way in a feeling way and because they're not connecting in an emotional way then they want different things done like and they're selfish about it so they want the coffee maker to be the coffee to be just this way they want the dishwasher to be the dishes in the dishwasher to be done this way and that's kind of you know and they're not very bent you know they're not very um uh what was it compromising and because they're not compromising you're like you're such a jerk right their point is they want to be loved but they're choosing to feel loved or are getting like drops of love by someone doing what they ask them to do it's really i mean there's a part of that that everybody could have a servant right you could hire somebody to be your servant but would they be loving you no so my challenge would be for you to go to your spouse and to be able to say look i know you want to be loved you want you want to be loved just like everybody else Mm -hmm. this is the deal do you want to be loved or do you want to be feared or do you want, you know, because right now we're all trying to maneuver around you and to maneuver our our family and this marriage and everything. It's all around not upsetting you. And so not upsetting you doesn't mean that we love you. What it means is, is it means that we're feeling almost like afraid of you versus that we want 
to love you. I want to do the dishes the way that you want them done or whatever. Because that's the compromise and that's the loving and that's the back and forth. So, yeah. Sorry. Mm, It can be difficult. But love unconditionally, that's the only thing that ever changes anybody anyways. And that's where the freedom comes. That's why I keep trying to tell people. The freedom from manipulation and being controlled or manipulated or hurt. Or, the freedom comes in the the uh, the willful act to, to lay down your life for someone. Then they they immediately lost all power over it because they're not making you squat. You're choosing to do this. Now, and again, not dishonorable things or things that are abusive right. or sick. Right. But, yeah, I mean, if they're kind of a... You know, like demanding on the cleaning or just whatever. Yeah, you might lay down your life and go for it. And and when you do that as an act of service, that's the freedom that comes in Christ. By the way, Don Alvarez, this little discussion has totally helped me as the ADD wife. Oh, good. Yeah. And Don, I want to encourage you, that Ohio thing, you get a smartphone. Like like, I like Apple because I can press and hold the side button and, and be all... Remind me when I get to George Bush Intercontinental Airport to call so-and-so. Remind me when I get back home. Remind me when I get to wherever I'm going. Or remind me in an hour. And this, and I will forget. And then yeah. my phone goes, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, what? Oh, yeah. I totally forgot I had to do that. Right. Because so, you would text message or call people at very inappropriate times if it doesn't happen. Because oh, like, he's up like at all hours of the night. 3 a.m., baby. Kirsten McIntyre shared a little bit about what she <laughs> did. McIntyre. So for her little special Valentine evening, I made a wonderful. You always, by the way, say your cooking is wonderful. <laughs> I made a wonderful surf and turf dinner complete with candies. Nope. Nice. That says candles. Candles. That Not candies. <laughs> or was it panties? <laughs> okay. Um, and, and here's like a little update from Danielle, who oh, they were in the yeah, sketchy yeah. part of yeah. Dallas and the rental yeah. car windows. Yeah. We were in Dallas for some appointments and just put in the closest movie theater. That oh. was your My brother and I did that traveling <laughs> on a seminar. You're so ADD in it right now. Hold on, this has to do with her. <laughs> we were walking through a mall. It didn't even dawn on me. And these cops came up and went, Hey, what are you guys doing here? I was like, We're going to a movie and they're like, Here? Yeah. And we both went. And then you start looking around, and you're like, Oh, I didn't know it. And they're like, we'll just go ahead and escort you back to your car. <laughs> We're like, wow. Yeah. I wanted Sometimes to go. Sometimes sketchiness still. just kind of comes up on you. All right. Here we go. Oh, Kirsten has a healthy comment, though, too. Most people <laughs> behave the way they do because of the baggage they carry. Yes. Those people can change if they choose to and put in the work. Amen, sister. Yes. So that and then she said, never cooking for me again. <laughs> you know that's not true. Well, what <laughs> so am I going to eat anyway? That's a totally empty threat, lady. <laughs> okay, so let's go on to the third question. Okay. And this one really made me laugh. Totally get the feelings, not facts, focus. But, but. don't we sometimes have to reach a common understanding of the facts in order to more fully appreciate whether our feelings are based on facts and not misunderstandings. There's the word. Misunderstandings, misunderstandings. that I guarantee, and this has got to be a husband. I'm just saying it's a husband. Why have we been so gender biased this morning? I, I, hey, it could be a wife. You get caught up on facts more than I do. Hey, I, Come to think I, of it. Hey, you're, you're not. That was a wife. Okay, so that could have been you. Did you submit that question? I did. So here's the key word, though. Misunderstandings. That, you know what that has all over it? 
Mm-hmm. Hey, let me explain. You're yeah. just, you don't understand what I, if you could just understand, you'd be okay and not be so offended, which we all know is the worst conceivable response to someone being offended by something we've done, something we've said that was unintentionally hurtful. Let's just go back to the ADD thing because I think we could I think we could circle back to that because if I just understood and you know understood I'm just he's just forgetful that's just who he is so if you just under that's a misunderstanding that I should remember because you know that I don't I can't remember because I'm ADD and that's who I am I don't do it on purpose that's, I'm just naturally that's, gifted that's not really gonna get it for me. That's not really going to, you know, do I understand that it's harder for him? Do I need to validate? I understand a part of your personality and who you are, the pros and cons. What I love about you is, you know, is your playfulness and, and is just your spontaneity and all that. And, and, and a part of that spontaneity kind of comes this, and you're amazing. Yes. Amazing. Awesomeness. Yes. My hotness. Hotness. Hot body. Yes, absolutely. So, it can be a part of that. This is, oh, this, if I, if I just, if he just, if you just understood me, if you just understood me, then we have the same perception. Guess what? No one's going to really understand you, but you and God. And frankly, you don't always understand you. So, sometimes you have a misunderstanding and a misconception of your own self. So, already right there, you kind of lost me. Number two. Sometimes Michael and I have thought about and have have we've argued or it's been a misunderstanding of say if someone said something or what was the time so we thought that okay if I ask Michael when are we leaving for the airport he'll say I lie he'll say seven. I can't be honest about it <laughs> well that's not exa- okay but we wanted to say something that we don't want to lie that you're not doing it intentionally when do we leave four o'clock <laughs> okay flights at eight. Okay, let's move on to a different one, which could be, when are we going to dinner? When do I need it? When are we meeting you for lunch? I can remember that one. Meeting you for lunch at 1230. Okay, well, I thought he said, he said 12, oh, he'll say between 12, 1230. Okay, when he says between 12 and 1230, he means closer to 12. I don't think I've ever said between 12 and 1230. Well, when do you think you'll be able to get there? When do you? I I think it was when you're going to be on a break. Well, sometime between twelve and twelve thirty. Well, sometimes for him, even between twelve and twelve thirty, if it's eleven forty-five, he's sitting there, and he, you know, he could be there, and he's thinking, oh, she'll be here in fifteen minutes. It's going to be fine. Da da da. da. No, I'm thinking twelve thirty that he's there, and then twelve thirty turns into twelve forty-five, and now we got an hour gap, and he's been sitting at the at the restaurant for an hour, just twiddling his thumbs, ordering water. So it's it's the difference. Feeling like being, a loser. Okay, the difference being is is that we can argue whether or not he said twelve or twelve thirty, sometimes between twelve and twelve thirty, or we can say. I understand your perception and where you're coming from. You were saying 12. And you heard 12 and I heard 1230. Guess what? When we get to the win-win, we're going to actually be more explicit with what we actually mean. So the next time, he's not going to say, oh, I'll probably be 12, 1230. He'll say, you know what? You probably just need to meet me at 1215. How about that? And then he can be more direct with me, and then I can know where exactly that line is. But if we battle whether or not he actually said 12, and I said 1230, 
we're going to be uh, we're going to be at odds. It'll never end. But I can say I understand for you you heard 12 and if he might need to validate for me I understand for you you heard 12:30. Well, but remember you want to go it's it's going to be way easier to validate look. Let's and don't say this but I'm just saying this to you and trying to help you understand. Let's get off of the time. It wasn't about the time anyways. Let's get down to hey, it sounds like maybe you felt uh, rejected, or you right. were feeling alone, or you were feeling unimportant or devalued, and man, I don't want to do that. So I just want you to know I love you. And how? What can I do? How can I make this right? Or I can understand that it sounds like um, you were feeling confused or misunderstood. But I, or, but I could, you know, as far as that misunderstanding, I understand that that we both have a difference of opinion on what this, is. and I understand that if you thought that it was twelve o'clock and I showed up at twelve forty-five. I truly, I can see that would be very hurtful. And you're right. The waiter was asking really you way whether or not I, I was actually existed or not. <laughs> that was bad. People kept asking, are you <laughs> sure there's a second? <laughs> I am married. I promise. And when you, at that time, when you're morbidly obese, it's even more mortifying because they're like, yeah, I'm sure you are. No, and she's really cute, too. Just wait. She's cuter than you are. Hey, look at I this. I understand that would be hurtful. Meredith George is watching. <gasps> Meredith, How crazy is Rumi. that? And uh, she goes, love you guys. You are both still the same as you were years ago. Meredith, I'm more of a new recent <laughs> like I looked years ago. This freak has stayed no. the same way the entire time. Actually, somehow it looks better. No. Uh, hey, by the way, um, where did he go? Tim Bean said, a-holes need love too. <laughs> Hashtag truth. Yeah, they do. A hole. Just kidding, Tim. That's not true. I mean, um, love you. Yes, we do. You are and, not. But no, you are but not he's that. right though. By they the way, they do. Yes, they do. And, yes. and that's what Jesus did for us. So his expectation is we do that for others. And I say it constantly, like a beating drum. That um, I don't even know what a beating drum is, but it matters about how do you love the people that are difficult. That's what really matters. If you want, you have to do it with it. You have to. If you can go with the attitude, truly, the the nugget that we learned from Tim, that they want to be loved too, then you have, you're, you know, Ooh. you're not battling, oh, well, they don't want to be loved. They don't want to be loved. They just want to control everything and blah, blah, blah. No. It's the reason beyond why they're trying to be controlling or why they're bullying or whatever is they want to be loved hmm. too. A Deidre Lowe Witten, I struggle with fully understanding. In the beginning of a conversation, I immediately start thinking of my response and I stop listening and I don't hear all points my husband yeah. is trying to explain to me. Yeah. The, yeah. Because you I, want, I, hey, you got to listen. Natural. You cannot be thinking of your response. You have to be focused on listening and active listening. So your eye contact, body language, but also your mind has to be cleared to go, wait. I don't have to worry about my response. And our method that you can get in Pursue Oneness, the online couples experience for $15 at smallinstitute.com, we give you an entire strategy on what to do on how to be a better listener, but then also how to be a better talker when it is I, your turn. I would say for her, just this is just my one little tip. Instead of listening with the, that's not right, that's not right, that's not right. That's not really, what happened. That's not what happened. That's not what I said. That's not da, da, da. And that's kind of what I'm hearing her saying. I'm thinking about my response. When you think about your response, what you're thinking of is how do I defend myself, really? Yeah. And so a quick, quick way to think about this is think about all the words that are being spoken to you and go, what button? 
what's really going on here. If you think about what is this person really feeling right now, and I, and so they're saying a lot of stuff. They're being very defensive, and and instead of addressing whatever the details are that they're talking about, address the feeling that's underneath. And by the way, is, she totally related to what you just said. That's going through your mind. No, she's like, yes, that's totally it. But think about think about this person's really hurting right now. What's really going on? Are they feeling? Are they feeling devalued? Are they are they feeling like um, you know worthless? Are they feeling like a failure? Are they feeling rejected? Are they feeling abandoned? You know, if there's something that's going on beneath that. And then when you think that way, then a the details kind of start to get a little blurry, and you get a little less defensive, and you get a little less prone to be defensive and then you can then you can be able to say I can really listen and now when I talk to you I'm not going to talk to you like <sighs> right with that defensive that is not at all what I said what you're saying is wow sounds like you're really upset about something sounds like you're really hurt sounds like something happened with you know sounds like there's been some misunderstanding and you feel like that I have attacked you or you feel like that I, um, man, and I am so sorry that you are feeling and say, are you feeling that way? And ask it as a question. It's amazing how when you phrase it that way, A, start tr- treasure hunting and thinking through what are they actually feeling versus what are they saying, right? And then... there's the button getting pushed. Right. And then be able to say, then address that as a question and then the whole conversation can go a whole lot different because you're not talking about the facts anyway. You're talking about the feelings and the okay. buttons. Deidre, man, you're on fire, girl. Is it weird to take notes so that I can make sure to address each detail? 100% it's okay. Unless, it, unless your spouse... Oh, I think it's brilliant to be listening, going, okay, wait, I want to make sure I, again, it depends how you're doing it. Like if you're just, you know, head down and you're not looking, but if you're, if with your spouse, you're going, okay, hold on. I want to write that down. I do not want to forget that. I want to make sure I understand this correctly. No, I think that'd be a great thing to do. Okay, I'm just going to tell you, because do you know what? You know what? To me, you know what I'm hearing. Everyone on Facebook is loving the note idea, by the way. So just careful. I'm trying to help you. The note idea. It's different between saying I'm going to address all the feelings that I'm hearing, then I'm going to figure out all the details. Oh no, I think so. That I know what comebacks that you're. No. Oh, that makes sense. Yes, as long as you're not using the notes for evil. Because you're like, oh, you mentioned my mother. Mm. Mm, okay. Oh, you that mentioned one. that time on Thursday. Mm. Right. And a, a Even, when all, a when all that those details and stuff start going, you need to say, well, hold on a minute. I, I feel like maybe I'm getting a little overwhelmed. I kind of want to take some notes here, and I kind of feel like I'm getting. Um, defensive right now. Yeah. So Deidre said, I'm super ADD. So listen. Okay. I am too. And I might say to my spouse going, hey, listen, I realize that I can fail a lot of times being a good listener because I, it's ridiculous. I get so distracted. Would you be okay? I'd love to be able to just when we're trying to have an important conversation, would you be cool if I tried to just write some keywords and your feelings so that I make sure to remember in trying to understand you better. So you might frame it in that way. Not that like, because you got to make sure your spouse knows. Because yeah, if your spouse is negative believing you and you're taking notes so that you can better understand and validate their feelings, but the negative beliefs so that 
Oh my gosh, she is literally writing down her it argument. Just really care. It just be very careful because it can go into. Oh, let me just record this now. Obviously, um, and I then, won't be taking notes during our conversation. No, it's not a good idea. Uh, Everyone disagrees notes, with you. Okay, this is the, sounds like you would I use love, notes for evil. Well, okay, this is the deal. If you're taking notes to say, you know what, this is what I would really love to have us do in the next six months. I would really love to have us accomplish these these things. One, two, three. I'd love for us to clean up the garage. I would love for us to, you know, talk with the kids about this. I would love for us to eat more healthy. I would love for us to da 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 As an ADD person, yeah, taking notes on that, man, that'd be awesome. That's a good thing because we're talking about solutions, right? Yeah. If we're talking about what we goals that we want and all that, man, that would warm my heart if you took notes about that. But if I'm in the middle of a conversation, I'm sharing my heart with you and you're starting to take notes and you're not looking, you're not making eye contact well, what, with me and you're not you were... showing me the, mm, the nonverbals and you're taking <laughs> notes, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, he's like literally like taking notes to like bring me to court. But... Well, again, I think if you make sure and say why or frame and ask the question. So if your spouse says, no, I'd really rather you not. I would rather you not. But for example, (laughs) what if your spouse needs to clean during an important conversation? Exactly. Exactly. Do you like it when I clean when we're talking? I thought I was going to get you. I'm just wondering. Do you like it when I clean? Where I do go, I understand because it's intense and you need to keep yourself busy but you're engaged in the conversation. Meredith George had a really good thing. Great reminders. In our 20 years of marriage, I have started glazing over when John starts to talk about work. I am ADD too. There's a lot of ADDs out there. And my focus tends to wane with topics that can be a bit stale. I am definitely not showing respect and honor to him. Loving well is hard, but I definitely need to be more intentional with this area. I also tend to spend time on my computer in the evenings and not as attentive to him after a long day. Thanks for reminding me. This would be the goal of our show. And Meredith, we've known you for a long time since our Baylor days. Yes. And that is why we do this show and this podcast is we're hoping that the Holy Spirit convicts things in your own personal life. That will help you better love your spouse or better love your kids or your family, whoever, your neighbors. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's a great that I love that, Meredith. Really, if you were to boil all what what she said down, you know what I heard? I heard her say, you know what? I understand that my husband, when he's talking about work, really, he just wants affirmation. And sometimes I get lost in all the details of what he says. And so really, if she thinks about how can I affirm him right now? I can guarantee you when he's talking and he's talking about something that's like so like detail-y and you know and my eyes sometimes glaze over when people start talking about something you talk about computer stuff and EOS it gets real nerdy SRO and SEO SEO oh you're embarrassing all that stuff I have no idea what that I mean search engine optimization that's good okay so but did you not feel affirmed that I actually remembered that kind of I stuff? Do. And I can say, okay. I'm old, turned so, on, broadcast. <laughs> still, so, what I'm saying is, all you do is just pick out just a couple of different things <clears throat> that he's saying and go, okay, he needs what? He needs affirmation. Affirmation what? What is weird, his man. world? His world is computer geeky stuff. Okay, so computer geeky stuff. So, all I have to say is, okay, so wait, what is that? As search engine, I, oh, okay, so SEO, okay, yeah, oh, yes, I totally get that. 
Well, and I don't I, have to know all the other stuff with all that. I just want to continue building my case on notes because <laughs> Pat Fleming, who we love, he's <laughs> a he's a chaplain for uh, uh, wounded vets. But of course he is. He's a detail <clears throat> guy. He's in the military. It is essential for those dealing with TBI or short-term memory loss to take notes during conversations. But here's the point: she's still correct, and frankly, we're both correct. You gotta have that conversation first with your spouse. If they're cool yeah. with it, cool. Now listen, if you are married to an ADD person or to someone who might have TBI or short-term short-term memory loss, uh, you need to be a little loving and understanding that, hey, I'm right. married to someone, like I might not love my spouse taking notes during the conversation. However, short-term memory loss, I need to be kind I need yeah. to be understanding. So, well, no, I just wanted to emphasize. You might need to shorten your sentences, too. Somebody's got to take a take note. I'm going to go. Me rejected. <laughs> I feel rejected. You don't me have to Me lonely. Lonely. Did you get it? Do you know how to spell lonely? That's so terrible. That's terrible. No. Failure. I, I stop. But I'm just saying, you might need to think about it and be genuine with, if somebody's having to literally go, oh my gosh, how many feelings do you have? And how many feelings, you know, how much of this conversation am I going to, are you expected, I mean, am I expected to, to, to remember? Well, if I had to take notes about it, you might need to shorten it up a bit. Yeah, you might. And Meredith George Hall is still going here. <laughs> do you two ever do yell leader stunts <laughs> or cheer each other on with the old Baylor cheers? Every once in a while, I convince her to put on the old no, cheerleading <laughs> outfit. I don't even wow. have it. I know. It's Why not? property of Baylor University. It was property you of Baylor University. You have one. No, I do not. No, I do not. I do not. I do not. I do not have a Baylor Maybe I just keep fantasizing yeah, I about think that. you just... Now, yeah. Crystal is on your side, by the way. See? This whole note-taking See? thing. But this is Crystal. We all know she has massive problems. No, we love her. I'm with Amy. It could go wrong easily. It could. That's why you got to have a conversation. But you need to be open to it because if you your sentences short. What if your spouse has a brain injury and now they're like ten second Tom and fifty first dates? Then you need to keep them even more. I wouldn't even have a conversation if it was ten second Tom. I tell them like horrible things every ten seconds. No, hey, the world's about to end with a meteor. What? 10 seconds later, he's fine. Uh, Michelle, true. notes make me feel like you are making more like a business meeting. Exactly. I'm going to stop reading some of these. So, there's so many people that are on my side. Now, Deidre, I want to take notes to make sure I address each feeling and how I can better help him. It also helps me making sure I am hearing him. So, again, intention is, that's that's that would be the reason to do it. Yes. But, again, if it offends your spouse, like her cleaning, 99% of the time I'm like, I really need you to just stop sweeping or vacuuming, and can you sit on the couch? And if now, but look how that works, too. That might not be the right time. She might be feeling overwhelmed. So I have to be open to, like, can we not do it right now? Can you give me 20 minutes? i got to finish this thing. Right. I'm so sorry. Then be kind and take a breath. Right. Everything's going to be okay. Well, so ask your spouse. If I, maybe even, if someone was taking notes and just saying, you know what, I'm just kind of trying to jot down what I'm hearing in the field. Because to me, there's a part of me I'm going, I feel, I would feel like we're in a counseling session if you wrote down rejection, failure. I, I'm just, 
I, I, if you, I don't know. Huh. If, but if Meredith you have, is with me. I like note taking. Mm, yeah, okay. she always did get good grades too. Did she? Yeah, I'm pretty sure she did. I know I did. <laughs> she still hung out. Uh, Michelle is giving a big old boom, Amy, on your points. Mm. Someone wants to know what is TBI. I don't know. Pat Fleming brought TBI up. <laughs> I want to go tuberculosis international. No, it's it's probably some kind of short term or trauma. <laughs> Pete Borner. Trauma. I guess Trauma. a court reporter would be overkill. Yes. That would be hilarious. Exactly. Um, hey, honey, later on today, can we have a really important call? Yeah, I would love to. You show up. So the who's the lady in the soup <laughs> pants? Oh, that's our new that's the pants marriage suit, reporter. This is the pants suit. You know I did that on purpose, right? No, you didn't. You're right. No, you didn't. Okay, please. Oh, well, yeah. The, the TBI is the traumatic brain injury. Mm, see? All right. All right, everybody. So I, I think we're over, Kirsten, I think we're overthinking the notes thing. Sometimes we just want to be sure to address things well. Exactly. I agree. And thank you for agreeing with me, Kirsten. <laughs> no, she did not. <laughs>